Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I believe we are live with episode 10 of the Big the Ten Neutral Zone podcast. We are here, 10 episodes. Who knew? Who fucking knew? Who would have thought? Thank you, Caleb. <laughs> thank you, thank thought? you. Caleb. Who would have thought? Today is a Monday. Today's a Monday. Usually we do them on Sundays. I think Monday might be our new day. Because I think Monday's a good, a good day. I think this today's a, good, a good day. day. It's after all the games are over, so I think Monday might be a good solid day to do these. So I know I usually oh usually Monday could be a Sunday. good day, but Mondays are a pretty good day. You know, fuck Mondays, but Mondays are a pretty good day. But um, uh, we're we're starting to do the podcast on Mondays now. So for those that are like, why why like why what's going on? So we could talk about some of the games after they happen, and we also have a game to talk about tonight. That's before it happens. Broncos game. Who? Who the fuck, by the way, keeps putting the Broncos on primetime? Who's that? Soup. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Broncos um, country. Let's ride. So the first thing on uh, on every podcast we talk about, we talk a little bit about college football for those that enjoy it. Alabama. What happened? What happened? Alabama. What happened? Uh, how'd you lose to... Tennessee. <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do. I, I don't even want to say it was bad Alabama. I just think Tennessee is fucking legit this Tennessee year. Tennessee is dude. crazy. They looked good during that game too. Bama, Bama. Like I said before, Bama's defeatable this year. It's it, God is real this year. Like <laughs> the devil. The devil Bryce is Young gone. Isn't Bryce? I can't believe I'm saying this, but Skip Bayless is right. Bryce Young just is not that guy. Yeah, I know he won the Heisman last year, but he didn't have much competition. Literally, he got exposed. He actually they played like a really good team. And he got exposed. How, I how, I still think um I still think Texas I still think Texas would have beat Alabama if uh if Ewers never got hurt. hurt. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, A and M was right there. A and M was not A and M. Texas. A and M almost oh, beat him too. Texas. Yeah. No, no A and M was like wasn't A and M like. Like a literally they a play. They're away. one play away. Yeah. Yeah, one play. And, and it was a terrible fucking call. I don't know why they called the play they did. Zach Taylor type beat. Dude, just <laughs> wait till we get to the Bengals game. I have a rant. Bro. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's, <laughs> I'm kind of excited for that, I'm not gonna lie. But um the stat the new um the new PFF grading or whatever the what do they call it? The the fucking ranking for college football came out. George is number one. Ohio State's number two. I thought they were going to jump Tennessee above us because of that win, but they didn't. So I'm surprised about no, that, but no Ohio State's number two. Tennessee's number three, and I think uh, – I, I forgot number four. Number four, it's either Clemson or Michigan. I forgot which one. It's Michigan. It's Michigan? Okay. So I think um, they got it right. I think that's a good top four. Michigan, they played a good team, and they won. They, they played a good game against Penn State, which now we have to – I don't know if Tennessee should be three, though. Where do you think they should be four? They should be four or five. Right. I don't. I, I don't think, think. I don't think that one win makes them jump up seven spots. Basically, I, I do think they deserve the top four though. Mm-hmm. And Alabama jumps back to number six, which is fair. Fair, I would say, because they've had some questionable games this year too. They were already sliding in the polls anyway. And here's here's um, the big what if. What if Alabama doesn't make playoffs this year? And there's a big chance to, because there's a couple teams that are undefeated. If Bama's that like, one loss, that could screw them over. 
Is that the first? Would that be the first time Bama's missed the college football playoffs? I feel like they missed one year too. That was the first time I they think, missed in forever. Yeah. Was the first? Did they make it the first year they they Ohio they got State upset. one? What was it? Was, did they miss it the year Ohio State won? Like when Zeke no, was on? No, Ohio State no. beat them. Beat too. them. Okay, okay. That was when they had Elliott. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zeke had a crazy game against Bama, but I feel like Bama got upset a couple of years ago once. Wasn't it? Wasn't it like? Playoff. I feel like it was like Georgia. Clemson, Oklahoma, and like Notre Dame or something. That probably sounds about right, honestly. I think I have like I think a t-shirt. Oklahoma I have a got blown out by Clemson because they had Baker. Yeah, or something weird. And Notre Dame lost to. Uh, There's the Jeff appearance. Georgia, was it? At the boys. Yeah, it's so, the boys. Yeah, the appearance. <laughs> the the appearance. Let's go. <laughs> There's the Jeff appearance. It's the Jeff of the Daily Jeff appearance. The Let's Daily go. Jeff. The Daily Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Let's rock. We need it. Broncos country. Let's rock. We need to get Jeff on an episode. <laughs> you want to get Jeff on? You want to get Jeff on the podcast episode. once? They want to get you on the podcast once, Jeff. Talk football? Yeah. Talk football. Tell them how, tell them how good Cooper Rush was last night. He's a Dallas fan. He's a Dallas fan. It's okay. Oh, okay. I was like, why would you say that? <laughs> Cooper Rush. What yeah, I know, happened? buddy. Uh, uh, later. It rained. Okay. That's a clip right there. <laughs> All right, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff interruptions. I see it. I see him in the top, top left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, he wait, heard. Wait. He heard. He said, "You can go Bengals." Oh yeah, yeah go Bengals. Who they, baby? Yeah. Who they? <laughs> the Jeff appearance. Love we Jeff. love it. We need to get both Jeff and I want my Jeff dad. be my dad. We need to get Jeff and my dad on the episode. That'd be so funny. Dude, we should get a parent episode. Daily That's dad bag. episode going? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I need to get a laptop for that to happen, though. That'd be great. What, Jeff? You know, we need to do okay. two, uh, Cameron. We need to have a girlfriend episode. Yeah, guys. Let's have a, let's have a girlfriend episode. Caleb, you're slacking. I was, I, know, I, was, I was, I was, I was gonna make, I was gonna make that joke, but I didn't want Caleb to feel bad. Like, damn, let's, yeah, let's do it, guys. All right, but uh, right college here. football. No, again. no, Caleb, it's behind you. It's behind you. No, other, other way, other way, other way, other way. In the white, you see the white. Is that lotion? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is my girlfriend, ladies and gentlemen. The love, the love of my life. I always have this bad boy strategically placed in the background of my camera. It's always in the background. I Is die laughing. In every podcast, I've it's never been in every one. Every one. First one. It's in the background there. Oh my god! <laughs> it's hilarious. That's um, amazing. Okay. I'm gonna um, tweet out the podcast. I'm gonna do that right now, real quick. Back to the podcast. the subject, anyway. Yeah, I was, um, I was trying to look up when the last time Alabama missed playoffs, but fucking Google is not giving me a, a straight answer. Oh. What do you want? Here, maybe if I um, type it. But no, I think I think the top four is fair. I don't mind it. I think Tennessee being undefeated and then beating whatever. I mean, Alabama pretty much is the standard every year. And I know Alabama was questionable this year already, but they were the team to beat them. So, you know, I, I'm fine with them being three. All right, yeah. fair Michigan did beat Penn State, but I don't think Michigan's beaten a top ten team this year. 
because Penn State was like 15th, I think. So, you know, I'm fine with the rankings being the way they are. And then, you know, Ohio State being second, I'm fine with them being second, not first. Yeah, me too. Can't be mad. Can't be mad. Yeah, now Georgia's really, really good. Their quarterback, um, I think it's Bennett. I can't remember his first name. He uh, He's taken such a huge leap this year. Like last year, he felt like a game manager, and he just let the defense and his well, running game. Didn't he get hurt last him. year? Oh shit! No, the Arizona Cardinals have traded for wide receiver uh, Robbie Anderson. They traded for Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson is now. Whoa! What they trade to give up? What they give up for him? I don't know. Rappaport just said they have traded for. for oh Robbie yeah, Anderson. twenty. Oh. They didn't say what they traded. It just says they got Robbie Anderson, a new wide receiver for Kyler Murray. Wow, that's pretty big news to come out. That that receiver room is stacked. Yeah, God hold damn. on. God damn. Oh, Robbie Anderson no, no, is put, a, he's a number one. Uh, let me just see. D-Hop? If anyone has. Is, yeah, D-Hop's back this week. <laughs> you have D-Hop, Marquise Brown, Robbie Anderson. Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore. And is it AJ Green? Zach Ertz, a tight end. And no line. <laughs> yeah, no line. But they're basically saying, they're like, Kyler, we are loading you up because we know Modern Warfare 2 is about to drop. So you're going to need all the help you can get. <laughs> Currently claiming uh, um, Damn. Anderson right now. Steve is Wilkes he... really said, you know, you're going to fucking fight me on the sideline. I'm sending you to the locker room Great. and trading you the next day. He's probably so happy. Yeah. From Kyler to fucking... <laughs> or yeah, Baker I mean, Robbie Kyler. Anderson didn't like Baker Mayfield before they got him. Then they then he tried to defend Baker and say, like, oh, no, I like him. And then he had an <laughs> argument with his coach yesterday. He got sent to the locker room, and now he wakes up There's... on the Cardinals. Wow. That's awesome. Well, I think Kyler should have a jump in stats. He should. That's a lot of help. Oh, Much yeah. needed help, too. I mean, Robbie Anderson was a number one in... In New York on the Jets for a while. Yes. Wow, that and was, he's that's very crazy how fast that happened. Jesus. He's very underrated. So I knew I knew I knew, <coughs> I knew after yesterday Robbie was gonna leave Carolina, but I didn't think it'd be that fast. I thought it was gonna be in the off season. <coughs> yeah, I didn't know but it'd be that freaking fast. Free DJ Moore. That could be a good transition into the NFL talk. Do you think the Cardinals can go on a run now? They got D Hop back, and they just got Robbie Anderson. Because when you look at the Cardinals, like, do you think their biggest issue is their offense? I mean, that, I mean, their defense has been playing decent. They haven't given up what? Have they given up more than forty a game? I, I, I know that's a, like, like a like a like four, more than forty at all this year. I mean, I feel like they they didn't do it to the Raiders. No, it wasn't forty. I think they've been okay. Like it hasn't. It's been like middle of the pack. Yeah, it's been average. Right, but I mean, when you draft a guy number one overall, an average defense shouldn't stop him from being from being good. Yeah, I'm looking at his stats this year just to put in perspective. This is not including rushing yards because it's just giving me his throwing yards and touchdown interception ratio. He's got 1,400 yards, six touchdowns, four picks. I mean, D Hop has been out, and you know, so now he's getting D Hop back and Robbie Anderson back. That's, that's probably it's gonna really help him then. That's not. Six he's to not four? a high. He's not a high touchdown guy throwing wise. His no, highest season either. for touchdown passes is twenty six. 
Yeah, he's a more of a running guy. Yeah. He's going to get in a position to score. <laughs> I definitely think they can they're going to be a lot better. D-Hop is arguably top 3 in my opinion in the league. I mean, he just makes catches that shouldn't be allowed to be made. And Robbie Anderson's really good too. So I think I honestly think that makes them better than the Rams. My fantasy league let me draft Hopkins for one dollar, one dollar, and it's and it's a um, it's a takeover league. Investment. It's a takeover league, meaning I could take um, one player from my team and spend the same amount of money next year and just have him as my first player. If D Hop goes off and he's like like a top three receiver to pick for fantasy, that's a fucking steal for me. So, yeah. D Hop is. You just gotta see. You just gotta right. see how he does when he comes yeah. back off I'm, suspension. I'm, I'm, I'm super worried, but I'm also super excited. So when I'm looking at. I pulled up the standings just for reference. So the NFC West right now, the Cardinals are in last place, but they're one game out. The they're they're all three and three. So, I think genuinely. I genuinely could see the Cardinals winning the division. And this is from a guy that's not a big fan of Kyler Murray. But the West has not looked that impressive. Matt Stafford, I think he's throwing a pick in every single game. And the Rams' defense just is not living out what it's – I know they played good yesterday, but they played against the Panthers, who's got the worst offense in the league. The Niners, I mean, they're always – they always look bad for a bit with Jimmy G, but then they come to life. So I think that's their biggest competition. And while Geno Smith is playing out of his mind, I don't think the Seahawks are true contenders. So I think with those additions being back, I I can't see the Cardinals winning that division. Right. Cardinal, Even though definitely, I think that's up for grabs this year. I thought the Rams and the Niners were going to be a lot better. Trey Lance was probably the biggest thing that hurt the Niners. You think Trey Lance is an upgrade over Jimmy G? Right now... From the way Jimmy's looked, yeah. Jimmy's been Jimmy's doing what Jimmy G does. Basically, disagree for the fact that in the few games we've seen Trey Lance play, he hasn't looked all that great. He no, didn't look good at I, all, man. I no, no, he saying. didn't. He didn't. He didn't look good at all. No, I'm just saying that 49ers they spent the whole offseason working with Lance, making that offense work with Lance, just to go yeah. back to, oh shit, we have we have Jimmy G. Two games in, yeah. Like that that's that's what makes me think that they probably would have been better off with Lance like not getting hurt. Mm. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. All right. I definitely can as well. Um <clears throat> it's it's ironic we brought the game. Yesterday when I posted a TikTok of my um my game predictions, when I got to the Falcons at Niners, you can literally hear me go, I think this might be an upset. No, I'm going to go Niners over Falcons. I literally almost said Falcons over Niners because I was like, I could see it happening. but I'm not going to lie. I thought it was going to be a blowout Niners win. But I got to be honest, man. The Falcons in a rebuild year have looked really good compared to what I thought they were going to be. Right. Oh, my Marcus God. Marcus Mariota, yeah. he's been solid, dude. He's been a, he's been great. I mean, I would just imagining him on the 49ers. Like, How much better would he be over Jimmy G? Like that, that's that's my that's my rationale from yeah. Like the, my rationale to compare quarterbacks is like you have Jimmy G who's gonna win you games but he's not gonna throw them sometimes. Mm-hmm. If he's better, like, do you think like better than Jimmy G? Like that's how like okay, you're actually a, a capable starter. That's how that's how I kind of gauge it. I mean, he looked better than Jimmy G. I'll oh, say yeah. that, but I don't think in the long run Mariota's better than Jimmy G. 
but he was he looked like the Mariota from Oregon yesterday. He was yeah, he accurate, great. precise, making plays with his legs. He played good. Kyle Pitts got his first touchdown on American soil. Like, ah, uh, the Falcons look good, and playing them next week, I'm not that confident going up against them. Mm-hmm. It's I not would. a gimme game. I mean, it's not a gimme, but I would be, I would be like, this is winnable. No, it's definitely winnable. I'm just saying, like, going into, I'm not like, oh, we get to play the Falcons this week. Like, all right, like, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah. No, I'm like, okay, this is winnable, but they're not <laughs> bad. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, knowing us, something's gonna happen. Oh my gosh, my voice. Mm. <laughs> Cough, dude. Take a drink. <clears throat> well, do you want to talk about the games that happened yesterday? We can um, talk about some of them. There's, I think we should talk about um, the game last week that we set up a little bit and talked a little bit about the Raiders versus Chiefs, thirty to twenty-nine. <laughs> Great game. Good game. Great game. Couple, uh, couple questionable calls there. Couple questionable roughing the passer calls. And we talked a little bit about that last week too with the Tom Brady call against the Falcons. Um, yeah. The Raiders choked hard. The Raiders choked awful. That wasn't all. Here's the thing, too. It's crazy. The Raiders were choking before Josh McDaniels even got there. They've been blowing leads and choking shit. So I, I just don't think. I I don't know. I'm not saying Josh McDaniels is a good coach. I'm just saying this is a reoccurring theme before he even got there. So I love Derek Carr, but we got to start looking at it like, bro, you've been here for years and this culture hasn't changed at all. You're still blowing games. You're losing games that you when you're up seventeen to zero, I know it's the Chiefs, but this isn't the only team they do this against. You know they did it to the Cardinals. They choked away the game in overtime this year as well. Last year they had a couple games, so it's just I don't know, man. I think you gotta start looking at the players Wait, that you've got. The Raiders looked like a better team last year. Without yeah. D Hop. Or yeah, like a Wait, no, not D Hop. Devontae. Um, Duh, yeah, Devontae. Yeah, yeah, my bad. And Devontae hasn't played bad. He has good numbers, but how do you run into another receiver on the most crucial play of the game? I I, I don't know what's wrong with them. I mean, they extended Carr. They're kind of stuck with him now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think they should have extended him. No. I love Derek Carr, too. I Derek, Derek Carr is it's a good starter. Really, like, great quarterback, but, like, he's not going to get you to the promised land. Yeah, no. He is he's just a good guy that can help change the culture, That the losing culture, not the, you know, like, the, the blowing leads culture. He's going to win you games, not a Super Bowl. Yeah. He had that one crazy good year where he looked like he was an MVP, and then he got injured, and he couldn't play in the playoffs. Yep. I know last year he made it to the playoffs and he lost to Cincinnati. But um, I'm surprised uh, Basaccia, I think is his name. I'm surprised he didn't get a head coaching job after what he did with the Raiders last year. He should have stayed the Raiders head coach. Yeah. I don't know why they would have gotten rid of him. For the person they got. <laughs> yeah, for McDaniels. Had they learned nothing from Denver. I keep saying that. They learned nothing from Denver. But yeah, that game was, uh, I mean, credit to Patrick Mahomes and credit to the Chiefs for the comeback, but the Raiders, that they just blew that game so hard. Right. <clears throat> oh, gosh. Um, and then talking about whereabouts, um, Thursday night games, Commanders and Bears, <laughs> 12-7. Finally a touchdown! Got scored since, what, what was the last game? 
the Bengals Dolphins game's last time a touchdown was scored on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Other Two than weeks. this game, how? <laughs> like, like, come on. Because you had Carson Wentz playing Justin Fields. Oh my goodness! But I'm glad they finally scored a touchdown this week. Finally, they broke the curse. And here's maybe the thing: next man. week's Thursday game, Saints versus Cardinals, is going to be hopefully a little bit better. But um, Saints Cardinals. Saints Cardinals. There might be some scoring. Um, here's the thing, man. When I was watching that Commanders and Bears game, genuinely, the Bear. I think the Bears easily should have won that game. And it's not because they couldn't get touchdowns in the red zone. Just take the points. Mm. I mean, if you're the head coach, this isn't like they were just struggling and they're a good red if zone the team. Head- they have not been good in the red zone all year. You got three chances. I know the third chance you had to score a touchdown to win. If you just take the two field goals earlier on in the game, hell, if you take one of them, at the end of the game, all you got to do is kick a field goal, you win by one. Right. So, Justin Fields, I honestly don't even think he played that bad of a game. Um, I think, obviously, the score, you wouldn't think he played a good game. I don't think he played that great, but at the end of the game... He made the plays he needed to, and he threw two perfect touchdowns that his receivers dropped. So he played better than Wentz. I, I would take Fields over Wentz in that game. I think Fields outplayed him, even though Wentz receivers did drop a touchdown. Um, but Wentz has but I guess, really good receivers, and he's just Wentz. His Here's line sucks too, though. His line's awful, and his defense. I mean, everyone hypes up the Commanders' defense. They're fucking dog shit, dude. I don't know. I mean, they held the Bears to seven, but it's the Bears. And without Chase Young, their D line doesn't even look like phenomenal. They're not even mid, like they're just bad. And Ron Rivera is a defensive head coach, so I don't know what happened. But their secondary is getting torched. Their yeah, their linebacking core is probably the best part about that team right now. That's playing the best, and they're mid at best. And the defensive line is getting no pressure. Right. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't think Wentz is the problem with Washington. I mean, he's he was fifth in the league in passing before this week where he threw for 99 yards. But I don't think Wentz is their biggest issue. Right. And then Ron Rivera called out Carson Wentz before the game. Then they win the game. And then he's defending Carson Wentz right after the game. Saying, oh, I'm the one who wanted Carson Wentz on our team. Well, I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Well, that says something about Dan Snyder, though. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand, but it was just really bad because the week before, he's like, they're like, what's the out. biggest issue? Why aren't you winning? Quarterback. No, you're not winning because your defense can't stop shit. Yeah, I can't believe he said that in the interview. Court like quarterback. Call out his quarterback in front of everybody. Yeah. And the following week wants to say, like, he, like, he wants to defend Carson Wentz. I'm like, bro, you're the reason he's getting so much criticism right now. Yeah. Um, now moving on to yesterday's games, I think it's only uh, fair we talk about the, I I would say the biggest upset of yesterday, the Steelers beating Tom Brady. Um, you think that's the biggest upset? Losing to Kenny effing Pickett, as uh, Tom Brady said in his own words. Well, did, Pickett did you, didn't, did he didn't, didn't play he the said? whole game. Did you hear what he said? Uh, to his lineman. He said it to his lineman. He said, I didn't leave my kids and my family to come out here and lose to Kenny fucking Pickett. Are is you that, serious? Is that so word for that word? To, that's word for word. <laughs> I mean, there's worse said on the sideline, but. Damn. That's top five. 
That's some. That's the. I love that quote. That's got to be top five coldest quotes of all time. I did not leave my 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 wife and my kids to lose to Kenny fucking Pickett. That is a cold fuck. I want that on a shirt. I want that, that on a fucking amazing. shirt. That's a great quote. And is I, that really word for word? What he I said? hope that, that's got to be word for word. On Twitter, it said in quotes, and if you can, he'll read his mouth. And I didn't leave my kids and wife to lose to Kenny fucking Pickett. That is awesome. Like, this dude, well, Tom, Tom spent time at a wedding on Friday in New York City. He missed Wednesday's practice. And He's been I missing Wednesday practices all year. And I think it's unfair for him to go and yell at his line after he didn't even attempt to practice at all this week. Yeah. Like, if I'm the, the lineman, I'm going to be like, bruh, play like, better. Come to fucking practice once in a while, would you? I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say <laughs> that. I'd just be like, bro, you're missing Chris Godwin wide open. We should be blowing the Steelers out. Chris Godwin had like three wide open touchdowns. Tom Brady just couldn't hit him. Yeah. And it's Mike not like Evans, he was under Mike a lot Evans, of pressure. Mike Evans got locked up too. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Mike Evans didn't get any targets. He got six, four. He got, he got six, I believe. Oh, I thought I mean, he had four targets. Was it four targets? Yeah. Oh, okay. Either way, like it's Mike Evans. You you got to throw him the ball more even if he is locked matter. up. It doesn't matter. You throw it up to him. Yeah, I, I don't know. Tom hasn't looked like Tom this year at all. Also, I'm like, I, like if I'm one of those linemen, he said that to me. I'm gonna be like, Tom, play better, and we'll be mm-hmm. fine. Like we're not the issue. The defense held the Steelers to 20 points. I mean, which is more than I thought the Steelers were gonna score, honestly. But you're Tom Brady. You could, you should be able to out outplay Kenny Pickett and Mitchell Trubisky. Because you see got our hurt. secondary. Did you see our secondary that game? Yeah. All of like, our starting corners were out. <laughs> you sh- Tom should have thrown for 303 touchdowns at least against the Steelers secondary yesterday. Hmm. I don't know I've seen the, the Steelers was. secondary fully healthy and people throw 200, 300 yards on them. Yeah. And so, Tom, like, like Rive said Tom's looked like a fraud <laughs> in the chat. Let me and pull up like, his actual stats yesterday. I want to see Brady threw 25 for 40, 243 yards, one touchdown, no pick. Should have been way better. Should have been way more. Because I was watching Godwin had six for ninety-five, right. and he should have had eight for two hundred. Because he had some wide open plays, and, and Tom was missing it. Field, yeah. Um, Tom Brady also yesterday. I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this one, but while a Bucks player was injured on the field, Tom Brady is seen in the background practicing and throwing the football over everyone crowding around the the player that's down. He's literally like. My- He's like I, behind every like. There's a whole group to like his like middle left, and he's sitting there basically throwing the ball over everyone, kind of crowding around the player that's injured on the field, and people mm-hmm. are kind of giving him huge criticism for that, or kind of pissed off about him for doing that. I, I, mean, I mean, I see it both ways, honestly. A lot Tom's, of teams, a lot of teams, just like let, like walk off and go into the huddle anyway, though. Yeah. So, I don't know. I wouldn't crucify Tom for that. I think the quote is the biggest, best part about that, what he said. But while we're on the subject, I think we should talk about Kenny Pickett and how he played before he had to leave. Um, in my opinion yesterday, I think Mitch actually outplayed him in yesterday's game. They both had about, not the same amount of starting time, but a decent amount. And when the plays need to be made, Mitch did make the plays. Pickett, to me right now, is... I don't. It's it's not really a knock on him because I don't think his receivers can separate downfield. Right. And he's just very dink and dunk right now. He's not. He didn't turn the ball over in this game, which is like a really good sign because he had turnovers in all of his other games. But 
you know, the one touchdown, it wasn't like a tight window throw. It was a wide open out route to Najee Harris, who I don't know what's going on with Najee Harris this year, but he has not looked like himself. But I think, I don't know, from a Steelers fan, maybe you feel different. If I'm the Steelers, I I don't think subbing in Pickett was the right move. Oh, I, I've said that before. I mean, no, I mean, we, I Mitch doesn't deserve a start again. We threw him in. Keep him in. Yeah, I, that's what I was gonna say. Like at this point, keep Pickett in because you've already made that change. I, but I, like I, I would, I made a tweet like a couple weeks ago. I'm like, look at the schedule coming up and tell me you really want to start Pickett against these people. I didn't want him starting. Like, starting but... Pickett against the Bills. That he, well, kid had to be terrified. Kid had to be scared for his life. The number one defense in the league. Like, yeah, I, mean, like, I respect it. I respect it. I mean, it's not like a bad move by any means. I'm just, I would have done it. I'm not a GM. I'm not a coach, but I would have kept Mitch in. Right. But hey, and, their next few games are very winnable. Let's see. I mean, they play the Dolphins next, but apparently two is going to play. So I don't know if that changes, like how I'm, I'm so scared. How you that. feel about it? I'm so but scared for that, man. He plays. I mean, the Steelers. Their next two games, you know, aren't out of the realm of possibility of you know them pulling out upsets. Then we know Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. So no, right? Who and, knows, man? And I guess we'll move to another AFC North team. Um, also, I don't know if you'd call this an upset or not. Um, the Patriots basically blowing out the Browns, thirty-eight to fifteen. Oh my I think gosh, it's an man! My voice can't freaking speak. I definitely thought the Browns would pull this one out. And I'm surprised Bailey Zapp is like the next coming of Tom Brady right now. Or is it Zappy? Yeah, Zappy looks Zappy? great. Looks great. Of Tom Brady, he's he's a, he's crazy good. He's pretty good. Pretty he's good pretty, quarterback. He's pretty good quarterback for being a triple. Is he, he's a triple backup, right? He was the yeah, third, he's third string. string. Third, third but string, to be fair, backup? like that's crazy. He does have the greatest coach of all time coaching him. Yeah. And yeah. the Patriots have they don't have the flashiest offense, but their running game is pretty good. And their but, receivers you know, are consistent. Did like, didn't he throw for like three hundred yards? Like he had a really good game. But the Browns, I thought it was an upset because one, I thought Nick Chubb was just gonna have a day. Mm-hmm. And secondly, Jacoby Brissett had been looking pretty good and he just did not look good at all. And they did not give Chubb the ball like at all. They did not give no. him the ball at all. They gave it only to Brissett, and Brissett, I mean, the score reflects on what happened. But they didn't give Chubb the ball at all. It's funny because I, um, <clears throat> where I live, they're not the only AFC North team that didn't run the ball. Where I live, I should be getting like you know the radio station from like I would hope to see the the Bengals, but because where I live, <clears throat> my radio station is only centered around the Browns. So when I was driving home from work yesterday, I had the 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 radio station on, but it's just they were just talking about the Browns. And the 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 person that was doing the radio that day was pissed. Dude was like visibly yeah. angry. I, you could hear him like banging on his desk and like talking about the game. Like, dude, calm the fuck down. <laughs> it was like he's like, we have the best, one of the best running backs in the league, and we don't give him the ball. And I was like, they I, have the best honestly, running back in the league, in my opinion. Literally, they're not wrong. They're I, not wrong. I I don't even. I, you said the biggest upset was the Steelers game. I have a completely different game that I think is the biggest upset of the week. The Jets went into Lambeau and beat the Packers twenty-seven to ten. I think there's a and lot of you good watched, upsets this week too. Like the Giants if you watch the, the game, the second half wasn't even close. Right. Like, and it wasn't that Zach Wilson was dealing. I will say Zach Wilson didn't turn the ball over. 
He played very smart. But Brees Hall, he might be that dude. 20 carries, 116 yards, and a touchdown. And, you know, their defense, man, Sauce Gardner. Yeah, Sauce Gardner is a top five corner. I don't care what anyone says right now. He's a top five in his rookie year. He's playing out of his mind. He almost had a pick six yesterday. And, you know, the the Packers offense, I I remember saying when we first did the podcast, I thought they were going to struggle this year. But I think I still picked them to win the division. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if the Packers are going to win this because the Vikings look good. And Aaron Rodgers is just looking bad. Like, the Vikings only losses to probably, like right now, arguably the best team in football. Yeah. That's crazy. Kirk Cousins looks really good right now. Kirk has been playing great. Yeah. Thielen turned back the clock three years. Yeah. You know, the one thing I really want to talk about with the Jets, too, that I think is very underrated, they didn't pop off yesterday against Green Bay, but Green Bay has a really good secondary. The Jets' receiving core is one of the most underrated receiving cores in the league. Corey Davis is one of the most underrated players. He always performs. He had the biggest, he had the catch of the game yesterday to put the Jets ahead pretty much. They have. I was, was going to say so about Corey Davis, though. Yeah. That's, that's how it is every year. What? With Corey Davis. This guy's. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying, this is the greatest receiver I ever watched. Oh. oh Jesus Christ. Oh, he's, he's mid. Oh, he's, yeah. he's, this is. This is. Number like, what was he? Like five overall? When yeah. he's picked up other times, he like, flashes. He really has so much awful. flash. Yeah, he's not as consistent. Garrett Wilson Oops. only had one catch for eight yards. But Garrett Wilson, man, he's been playing really good. Garrett Wilson's really good. And then you have Brees Hall that helps out in the passing game. Braxton Berrios had a really nice run yesterday for a touchdown. The Jets, I, I'm not saying they're competing with the Bills, but I could realistically, if they keep, if Zach Wilson's not turning the ball over as much as he did last year and he keeps playing like this, I don't see why they can't be a wild card team. Yeah. Um, by, by the way, we just had like a bombardment of uh, sex comments <laughs> in the comments. What? So, what? Um, revived. I know you're in our pod. You watch our podcast a lot, so I just modded you revived. So if something happens like that, you can delete those messages. Okay, cool. As I was um, I pinned it too. I was like, oh, whoa. Um, well, in height of the Robbie Anderson news, uh, Marquise Brown suffered a potentially season-ending injury. Well, that makes okay. sense now. That yeah. trade makes a lot more sense. So that makes that makes. They needed prayers for Marquise too, yeah. Brown. Yeah, pray to him, man. That's always, that's never something you ever want to go through. So I don't no. wish that on anybody. That's type yeah. that type of stuff's scary. Yeah, for real. Um. I guess we could talk about since we just talked about Vikings Dolphins. Vikings won twenty four sixteen against the Dolphins. Tua is coming back. Not impressed week. by that. No, I am t- terrified for the kid. I'm. I'm not imp- Tua. Tua has been cleared for two weeks. Keep in mind, medically. Yeah, Tua is fully healthy, so I'm not. I'm not too scared for him because after that incident, he's had so many people look at him and check him out. There's no way they're throwing him in unless he's a hundred and ten percent. He he could have played two weeks ago. Yeah, but he's... medically, medically speaking, they could have played two two weeks ago because yeah. of the because NF, the PR. I mean, Which the Dolphins fans are they pissed. Sat him. Well, yeah, I'm I'm 100 glad, but because of the outrage, like they they just like changed the rule. Oh yeah, like Teddy Bridgewater could have been back last week. 
Mm-hmm. And they kept him out. And then he came back in the game after Skylar yeah. Thompson got hurt. Yeah. So I'm not impressed by the Vikings win at all. Um, two more games I want to highlight. Uh, the Cowboys-Eagles game, just mm-hmm. because I think Cooper Rush finally got exposed when the Cowboys aren't playing with the lead mm-hmm. and when their defense is not taking over the game. We know what Cooper Rush is. There's everyone was saying, "Oh, quarterback controversy." Cooper Rush is for no, no. Dex better, but I don't think he played awful. No, but he the did. Three, the, the three he, picks, he did lose them the game. The three picks, I would say, maybe two of them are his fault. Yeah. The third, he put well, them in the position one, to win. The other one was bad. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't. It may not have been fully his fault, but it was still a bad decision. The one, well, I don't remember. Like when they got tipped up, whatever. I don't well, that, know that was Noah James Brown. Bradbury leaping on the route. Yeah, but Darius Slay picked him off on a throw he never should have thrown. Yeah, and he tried to throw a deep ball, I think, to C.D. Lamb. Which, by the way, Darius Slay, best corner in football. I revoked the Jalen Ramsey thing. <laughs> Darius Slay is playing out of his mind. Yeah, That's he locked up too. Justin Jefferson, locked up C.D. Lamb. He's been locking everyone up week after week. What is what is it? Um, what's the Seahawks? I forgot his last name. Who? The Seahawks corner, the rookie. Oh, um, damn! I know who you're talking about. No, but he's been playing phenomenal as well. Like he's he's already he's already in the conversation to be top five corner so far this season. Yeah, I think the Seahawks. I don't know if it was an upset them beating the Cardinals, but they've blown my expectations out of the water. God damn it, Gino. Yeah, <laughs> it's this. That's it. Yeah. I guess we could talk about the that game too, Seahawks at Cardinals, Seahawks winning nineteen and nine. There's not much I can really say because I didn't watch much of the game. I, I didn't but... watch it either. I watched the I watched the Bills uh, Chiefs game during that time. So I didn't really watch that game. Yeah, I this didn't watch, I don't watch Gino either. Yeah, Geno Smith is uh, a lot better than people give him credit for. Yeah, he said they wrote me off. I ain't right back. Literally, <laughs> yeah. Gino this line in NFL history. Oh yeah, for real. Gino's right, been right, dealing, but you know, Gino, Gino's, yeah, he surprised everyone being a good quarterback, and you know, having receivers like DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett too, like Noah Fant that tight end too. Yeah, it just Noah Fant's it just good. Adds. And Will Disley's pretty good too. Yeah. Will Disley's pretty good too. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe Pete Carroll wasn't crazy for trading Russ. Like maybe Pete Carroll was right about the whole. We have two starting quarterbacks. He said that about Drew Locke, but maybe, maybe the Geno hype that that Pete Carroll was spewing. Maybe he wasn't like a hundred percent wrong. Yeah, and you know, obviously he's the head coach, so he saw you know training camp and all that more than more than we did, obviously. Yeah. So probably during training camp, he's like, "Wow, this dude's a lot better than people give him credit for," and that's why he won the the, the race in the end because he's not terrible. I do. I He's do kind of want to see Drew Locke play a game though, just because I want to see how they compare. But I mean, the Seahawks. Not going to now, I think but. Geno Smith leads the league in QBR. Yeah, this QBR is great. So technically speaking, he's played better than every other quarterback up to this point. Let me see his. Let me actually see his QBR. And... I think it's like into the nineties. It's like a ninety-six or something crazy. He's been really fucking good. Okay, it's not, it's just not gonna give me that. Okay, cool. All right, thanks. Why don't I don't know why I use Microsoft Bing? Don't ask me why, but it just never gives me anything I need. <laughs> what we should talk about too, Bills and Chiefs. 
because a lot of people think that's going to be the AFC the the AFC title matchup. Man, that game was good. That game was good, and I'm glad the Bills won this time. They're like, they're, oh God, you you got a touchdown, Ma- but you gave him way too much time. Mahomes Mahomes threw it. Mahomes threw that game at the end there. Yeah, that was a horrible throw. I don't know what he was thinking, dude. I think it was such the the Bills defense just played great there. Von Miller went on the inside, and they had Matt Milano on the spy. So just they played it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Right. They got they got Mahomes right where we wanted him, and it's just great defensive effort by the Bills. I I'm a I'm a, I'm a I like the Bills. I like Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's hilarious. Josh Allen's a great guy. And, and yeah, he's a great yeah. guy too. So I'm glad they won this one. And. I, I was on TikTok See? yesterday, and there's a guy I follow, uh, Wyatt's World. Do you guys know who that is? Yeah. The, the I Bills watch Wyatt. Bill. He's a yeah. Bills fan, and he was posting his TikTok and his reaction. He's like, there's a minute to go. Touchdown! Let's go! Dawson Knox! He's like, oh, God. There's a minute left on the clock. That's way too much time! <laughs> and he goes down. He's like, all right, Patrick Mahomes, what are you going to do? Hey, throw a pay! <laughs> it was so funny. But... I love <laughs> Wyatt, but he's definitely a bandwagon Bills fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I've heard him Minnesota. talk about it. He grew up a Vikings fan. Yeah, he's, he a Vikings fan. And they just started cheering for the Bills at one point. He yeah. did say, he did have one TikTok where they lost to Miami. He's like, Miami, you didn't beat us. You survived us. I'm like, nah, they, they beat the Bills. They made, they made Buffalo look, they made Josh Allen look bad. Yeah. That Miami's home field advantage isn't talked about enough. Yeah, it's crazy. Against like, Minnesota... Oh, going back to Minnesota, yeah. Going back to the Minnesota game, their the Minnesota sideline was thirty degrees hotter than the Dolphins. That was insane. I saw that on Facebook. Nuts. Holy shit! <laughs> Nobody talks about Dolphin. Dolphins at Hard Rock cannot beat them because they have like they have like an open like little area where like sun can come through, right? And it like shines. On the, field. the way that their stadium is, their the roof is like kind of half opened where right. When when it's like the middle of the day, their sideline gets shade. The opposing team's sideline gets blaring heat. Which I think should kind of be changed. I don't think that's fair. Yeah. I get home field advantage, but you're literally designing your stadium to give the opposing team a fucking handicap. Or not a handicap, but a disadvantage. Well, yeah. well, Jerry Jerry's world is another story. Yeah. Big that big window. Mm-hmm. If you're driving towards that window, you're blind. That quarterback's yeah. blind. And if you're a punter, good fucking luck. Yep. Man. Um, and I think it's time, Austin, that we talked about the Bengals Saints game. Bengals won thirty to twenty six. Okay. A coming from behind win. The uh, pause. Uh, yeah. Come from uh-huh. behind win. And we were down by ten at one point. I think it was like twenty to ten or something like that, and we came back and won thirty to twenty six. Austin, you said you wanted to talk about something a little bit and have a little bit of a rant, so floor is yours. <laughs> okay, I have never seen such a mid coach get bailed out by such a great quarterback so many times. It's insane. I mean, I was losing my mind watching this game. Because here's the thing, credit to Dennis Allen and the Saints for drawing up a plan and scoring as much as they did. Andy Dalton played fine. Taysom Hill did his thing. Alvin Kamara did his thing. The two biggest things I'm taking away from this game, 
Zach Taylor is still calling plays from Madden, and Eli Apple is getting fucking burned, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, he hasn't been that bad at the start of the season, but yesterday, man, he was just getting destroyed. If you look at it, every third down, Andy Dalton looked to Eli Apple, and he threw at whoever was running against Eli Apple. Eli Apple was getting burned over and over and over and over again. He had a couple good plays in run defense, and at the end of the game, he had really good coverage on the last uh, throw from Andy Dalton. But my thing is, look, Zach Taylor is just, I don't know if he just doesn't believe in the run, if he thinks they can't run block, but Joe Mixon had eight carries yesterday. And it wasn't like Mixon was getting stuffed. He had eight carries for 45 yards. He's averaging 5.6 a carry. And he was doing the same thing in the Baltimore game as well. He was averaging good yardage. Run the fucking ball. Like, you have a arguably top five running back. And you're not giving it to him. You're constantly putting Joe Burrow in an empty set. And I know Joe Burrow likes to throw it in the, em in the empty set. But Joe Burrow's great. The receivers are great. But they're playing a lot of shell coverage. They're playing double high safety. So you need to run the ball. So they ha you have to make them respect the run and commit to stopping the run. So then it opens up for those bigger plays down the field. So we saw a little bit of that when Joe Mixon was getting like six, seven-yard carries. They started to creep down. What happened? Joe Burrow was able to take shots farther down the field. And, you know, the 60-yard touchdown wasn't even a deep pass. You know, it was a nice little seven-yard pass, and Jamar made two people miss. So... Joe Burrow played amazingly yesterday. He went like 12 for 13 in the second half. 300 yards, three passing touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Jamar Chase had his big game that I've been waiting for him to have. He played really good against the Steelers. Then he had a really good game today or yesterday, seven for 132, two touchdowns. But the biggest thing I'm screaming all game, take Eli Apple out and put Dax Hill in. The Dax mm -hmm. Hill was drafted as a corner. I know they won him at safety, but... Give Dax some more playing time. He almost got an interception in the game as well. And Zach Taylor needs to give the play calling to someone else because he can't call plays. I'm no. just watching the play calling, especially in the run game, is just hurting me. It's hurting me, the fact that we're not running as much as we should be. Joe Mixon, if you give him the ball say, 20 times yesterday, he goes for over 100 yards. You control the clock more, which is what the Saints were doing to us. So yeah. these toss plays, you know, that you give him every now and then, and then he gets blown up, and then he's like, "See, we couldn't run the ball today, so I had to go into passing formation." Like, does he? Did he call like run plays on every first down too? No, he oh, was wow. calling. He Shocker. called eight run plays the entire okay. game. The whole oh, there was like two to Samaj P Ryan. Joe Mixon got eight rushing attempts. Joe that Mixon had more miserable. yards receiving than he did rushing. That he is, had 45 that is, yards rushing. That is miserable. So obviously, you're not tricking anybody when you do a play action because you've ran the ball eight times. Mm -hmm. So when you're running play action and then Burrow gets sacked and you're like, well, play action supposed to give the quarterback more time to throw, they know he's not throwing it because That's... you're – it's so infuriating because Joe Mixon's season and his stats look so down. Everyone's like, Joe Mixon's not having a good year. They're not giving him the fucking ball. Mm -hmm. And it's not the line's fault because he's getting five and a half yards of carry. So that's another team I want to shout out, the O-line. They were great yesterday. They had the two bad plays on the one drive, but we still got the field goal and then got a ball back, got a touchdown. 
they did really good. I didn't even hear uh, Cameron Jordan's name called yesterday one time. Mm. I don't even think he had a sack. But Zach Taylor, man, a, a mid-coach will hold you back from the Super Bowl. Mm. And he got carried last year. And I think it's showing the reason why the Bengals are 3-3, three and three, I think the biggest reason is coaching. The first game, you can blame that on Joe Burrow, even though he put them in the game-winning position and they missed the extra point. But the Cowboys game and the fucking Ravens game especially, that's on Zach Taylor. Mm. And scene. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Austin's like, I need to take a couple of deep breaths. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> get, him sh- get, him, get him a shot of whiskey. Yeah, get him a, get him a, sh- <laughs> a shot of whiskey. That'll get him, that'll get him going. And then... I'll let you guys take the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I definitely agree with that. No, for sure. Like, he now, was so bad. He was bad to begin so, with. There's so many like bad call. On, like, I'm still like mad at the point that was it. Whenever it's a fourth and three, yeah, halfback toss to the left. Let's do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> why is that your go-to fourth down play? Throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Toss the ball behind the line of scrimmage. It's third down, third and eight. Why do you throw behind the line of scrimmage? Like, come on. <laughs> throw the ball forward. Like, it's it's bad, dude. It's bad. And you know I who's mean, available, but he's Sean Payton. You know? Maybe, uh, maybe, uh. If y'all get sh- Maybe, uh, dabble. That's the dream that. scenario. That's it's, the dream I, scenario. I, I, gen- genuinely, I think if the Bengals don't make a run in the playoffs you fire Zach Taylor because mm-hmm. he's easily the one that's holding you back. I know everyone's like, he brought Cincinnati their first AFC title since the 80s. He didn't do it. I'm like, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, that offense brought the title. Evan McPherson especially. Evan McPherson, Evan McPherson brought the title. Brought the title. <laughs> and like I said, if, if we don't have Joe Burrow, we lose that game. Oh, yeah. Joe Burrow was throwing dots. He was escaping. Oh, my God. the Not just the 20-yard rushing touchdown he scored, but there was a play. It In the stat book, it's just like a seven-yard pass to Tyler Boyd. The line collapsed. He spins out, runs, jukes back inside, runs up to the line of scrimmage, and throws it to Tyler Boyd. Fantastic. Like, that guy makes magic happen. Right. And he he's made Zach Taylor. Because we saw what Zach Taylor was with Andy Dalton, you know? We saw what Zach Taylor was without Jamar Chase as well. So when you look at his record, it's not good. I know he took over in a rebuild. He had the one season last year. That's why I'm like, okay, if you if last season's a building point and then this season you have another good season, like, all right, I can say Zach Taylor really helped change the culture. But you want to tell me Marvin Lewis can't do exactly what he's been doing or better? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's... It's funny, I saw a, a meme on Twitter. It's like a Scooby-Doo meme. Like, let's see who's really behind the mask. And just unmask Zach Taylor. It's just Marvin Lewis. <laughs> it's just I mean, the same looking dude. I know Marvin couldn't win in the playoffs, but Marvin didn't have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. and Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. But... But great win. It was, it was a great win. win. It was a much needed win. The, the bank, all I know is all I know is the Bengals need to make moves before the deadline. Yeah, I think you trade. Uh, well, you just signed him, so you really can't trade Eli Apple. But you trade Bates. Yeah. Well, 
here's the thing. If you believe Dax Hill can do as good of a job or better, then yes, you trade Bates. But I don't think the, I don't think the team would really sit well with it because every Bengals player has said extend Jesse Bates. They want him to stay. Yeah, really badly. He's got such an energy in I, that locker room. It's it, roster building wise, not locker room mentality. You mm-hmm. trade Bates. Yeah, get what but you then can. I for think. Him. The locker room has been what's carrying this team. I would trade Bates for a corner and a line and lineman. I could. He, he's, 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 he's a he's a top he's a he's a top spot. He's a top five free safety. Yes, arguably. If you could, arguably. if you could trade Jesse Bates and you could get just a solid good corner and upgrade over Eli Apple and someone good in run defense, I'll take that trade. Like, but. I'm gonna throw a name. Giving up a top five safety. I'm gonna, but yet again, you're gonna need that money to extend Chase and Burrow. Yeah, and Higgins. And I'd, I'd rather afford to let either of them walk. I'd rather extend those three players. So yeah, but the one last thing I want to talk about while we're on the subject of the Bengals is this is their shot to take a foothold on the North because their next three, four games. They're not playing anyone crazy good. They have next week they're home against the Falcons. Then they play the Browns on Monday Night Football. Then they play the Panthers. Then they have the bye. Then they have the Steelers. This is your chance. Win these next four, you're seven and three, and you're in a commanding spot. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be a Super Bowl contender, these are games you have to win. Right. You should beat the Falcons at home. You should beat the Browns without Deshaun Watson. You should beat the Panthers, who are last in offense. You and, should beat the Steelers. And it's the same like, with like, no the offense. Ravens also are playing pretty good pretty good teams in these couple weeks, too. So yeah. if the Ravens lose out all those and we win all that, we're grabbing the North by the balls. I mean, even if the Ravens go 2-2 two and two over these next four games, you would still have a two-game lead. Yeah. And you lost to the Ravens by two. You lose to the Steelers by three. And, like, you, like I said, no offense, but you should beat the Steelers. The Steelers are almost in a rebuilding mode right now. They're testing out Kenny Pickett. Their secondary is ravaged. I don't know if TJ Watt's going to be back for that game or not. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick was out. I don't know if his injury is, like, extensive. But their offense is one of the worst in the league. You should win these games. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you go one and three over this stretch or two and two, you have to have some serious questions about your head coach. Right. I'm just I'm just thinking. I mean, going back to Jesse Bates, I would trade it to the Jets. For who? Any of their corners. Could you do a trade for Quinnen Williams and? No. Quinn Williams is untouchable. Yeah, you would. Your best luck would be to get Makai Becton and Brees or uh, who is that corner? Hall. Uh, I know you're talking the number about. two, but yeah, it's not PJ Hall, is it? It's something else. Something like that. Because hmm. Makai Becton has injury concerns, but when healthy, he's proven to be really good. But here's the thing, Makai Be- tackle. I don't think is the issue for the Bengals. Because Jonah Williams has actually been really good. And aside from those first two games, Lyle Collins has looked really good. Mm-hmm. It took some time for them to mesh together, but 
I didn't see any pressure off Lyle Collins' side yesterday, aside from maybe one or two plays. The two sacks came from right up the middle. So you're you're more thinking like you want guard. I want defensive line presence. You don't. You rather you'd rather have D line than have offensive line. Yes. Right now, at this point, I would. I'd rather have someone that can help and run defense because DJ Reader's out, and you can tell we really miss him. I know B.J. Hill's really good, too, but D.J. Reader is an elite defensive tackle. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I kind of agree with it. I think our lines need a few games to get the chemistry going, to get, you know, to get their stuff together. And I think, they you know, the couple games have shown it. Like you said, they had a couple of plays where, you know, it didn't look too good, but. You know, we need that presence on the D line with you know Trey Hendrickson and and company and yeah, and we need to get some. The ends are Apple. really good we need of the D line. Yeah, the ends are fine. You got Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson who are fantastic, mm-hmm. and DJ Reader when he's in, he's really good too. And I like BJ Hill a lot. I love that trade with the Giants that got us BJ Hill. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Eli Apple. I know we just extended him, but. I don't think he should be your opposite corner of Awuzie. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, Awuzie was fantastic yesterday. Awuzie is awesome. He's a great corner. I love, I love him. I love Awuzie. He had a great one-on-one uh, pass breakup yesterday for a touchdown that would have been, but he ugh, so beautiful. Right. Um. Let's see. I think we talked about all the games. I believe. For oh my right, god! We're, we're, we're talk about Giants right. Ravens. Um, but... um, the Panthers Robbie Anderson trade like the details. Oh yeah, a see. 2024 six round pick and That's a seventh rounder in 2025. That's all they got. Somebody in the comments said they traded him for a tenth grader right now. Trading for a sophomore in high school. Fuck are the Panthers doing? Is that is that true? Let's see. So twenty. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah, they traded him for a tenth grader. One, two, three, four. So junior year, senior year, freshman year, sophomore year, and then junior again. So five years. Is, yeah. That's not it, it, probably a eleventh grader from actually, yeah. but still, they traded yeah. them for someone in high school. Still, still. <laughs> yeah, they 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 traded for somebody still in high school. Jeez, wow, holy shit, that's a horrible trade. I mean, great job for the Cardinals. They just robbed them. I guess the, the upside the upside is great. I mean, I don't yeah. see they gave up nothing. Robbie was like, I, I mean, if you're the if you're the Panthers, I guess they just really needed to get him the fuck up out of there. I don't know what the locker room presence was like, but the coach and him were arguing on the sideline. He got taken out of the game, so. Um, we can talk about Ravens Giants. Giants beating the Ravens twenty four to twenty. Harbaugh like Barkley's that dude. Harbaugh needs to be under fire. Mm-hmm. His seat should be so warm right now. Even last year. I mean, I mean, Brandon Lamar was hurt. Their three losses, they had at least double digit leads. Yeah. Yeah. And they almost lost last week to the Bengals, if not you for Zach Taylor's lose, play calling. You lose to Daniel Jones. 
After having a two-possession lead on him. Like, I really got to question that Raven. You really got to question the Ravens right now. They, every year, we're, we're hyping them up. They draft awesome. Their roster, like, their, Always their have roster, great seasons. Uh, the roster looks great on paper. Then you're just like, what the, what the hell happened? Yeah. Right. Like, well, Marcus, think, Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey, like, who are you getting beat by? <laughs> I think when you look at it, too, I have the most respect in the world for him, but Lamar isn't playing great either. Yeah, the mm-hmm. first four games where he looked unbelievable, he did, I don't know what he was thinking on that last turnover against the Giants. And then he didn't play good against the Bengals. He was missing wide up. Realistically, the Bengals game, the Ravens should have won by at least two scores. Yeah, the last last two games, Lamar's looked okay. I wouldn't even say that. I I think he's looked questionable. And Harbaugh, I agree with you, should be under heavy scrutiny right now. I mean, I get it. You lose your defensive coordinator for how long? But, like, you got to relax. That defense has no reason to be that bad right now. But it's not even like, it's not even that. It's not like they're giving up a lot of points. Like, no, it's just like stupid stuff. It's yeah, not up, like you're up twenty to ten. It's it's not like you have Lamar making bad decisions, but you're also making bad bad play calls on offense. Like I don't, I don't understand. Your offense I, is very turnover prone. Giving Lamar, you gave Lamar like nothing. You have Mark Andrews and Bateman. But like even like even then like Bateman's okay I think I that's my opinion he's not great he's not he's, he's a anyway. service he's a serviceable receiver right now he's young I mean they have um they have another receiver who's had a pretty decent year so far I yeah Duvernay yeah he's been he's been pretty solid so far like but Lamar doesn't have a number problem? one he hasn't he's never had a number one in his career and he's got Mark Andrews who's a top three receiving tight end but well the Ravens whole system is three tight ends all the time basically mm-hmm. and you rely on the running game and Dobbins has been solid like you you need to restructure that whole offense and make it like I don't know what they have to do I think the Ravens biggest thing they need offensively is you just need a dominant number one receiver because mm-hmm. everyone in your right. division kind of has one you got Jamar Chase and T Higgins who are both solid number ones and then you have Amari Cooper, who has had a resurgence this year. He's been really good for Cleveland. And on the Steelers, I know he's not dominant, but Deontay Johnson has been really reliable. And they have a go-up-and-get-it receiver in Chase Claypool. I think they have to restructure their offensive scheme. I think that's that's another big issue. It worked Lamar's MVP year. But, like, now... now, I I mean, now, what are you... You put your two best corners on them, play man, and have your two safeties just stop zoning it, and just like your only worry is Mark Andrews and Lamar. Yeah, because Kansas City figured that out. Two years was it? Two years ago they played. Yep. They Kansas played City last figured. Year, I think whenever whenever it was like twenty four twenty, Kansas City figured that out. Mm-hmm. Right. Ravens should be worried. Yeah, I'm not I, saying they're not going to make the I'm playoffs. Pushing, I'm but. pushing the panic button. Because genuinely, if they don't win the division, I don't think the North is going to have a wild card team. No. Because you have the West, and in the West you have the Chargers, the Chiefs, 
I mean, the Broncos, if if the injury was what was holding Russ back and they started to turn up, you could have three wild cards in that one division. The South, I mean, you have the Colts, who I think are still going to win that division, but the Jags haven't looked terrible, and the Titans are playing way better than people thought they were going to play. And then the fucking East, you might have three wild card teams there, or two wild card teams there, because you're going to have a division winner, and then you, which I think is going to be the Bills, and you have the Dolphins with Tua when healthy, who are really good, and you also have the Jets who have been playing really good. And the Patriots started coming back. Yeah. And Ravens are high chance to lose to another individual. Like they're gonna they might lose to the Browns because it's a division matchup. It's just a division matchup. Is it the Browns matchup? I don't know, no, Steelers and Browns this week. It's Steelers it's Steelers Browns this week? I think, isn't it? Let me check. Um let me see. It's Ravens Browns. Ravens Ravens, Browns. Yeah, that's what I mean. Drop that game. They could, they could easily, they could Jacoby easily Brissett. drop that. Yeah, and Jacoby Brissett game manages. Like, Ravens are for sure could be a playoff team, but I would be just worried about the direction it's going. If you do not make that trade for DJ Moore, there's, there's, there's questions. If I'm DJ Moore, I want to get the fuck up out of Carolina. Oh yeah, they're asking multiple first round picks for uh, McCaffrey. Which I think is by far the most crazy thing you can ever do. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey, top five running back when healthy, obviously. And he's but proved it. And he stayed healthy. Multiple first-round picks for an injury-prone running back. I would Most replaceable position on the football field. In my opinion, I'm sure everybody else's. And that fat contract, you're lucky to get a second or a third. Yeah. You take you take it and run with it. Because hmm. if he's not part of your long-term future, you take it and run. No. DJ Moore, you can get a, DJ Moore, you can get a second for. Maybe yeah. even a late first. Even a late first, I would go as far. Because DJ Moore is proven that. I would, I would trade a first round for DJ Moore. Nothing, like a late first. Like nothing more than 15, I would go. I think he's a top. You could trade him for a top five pick, but I agree. I would say mid to late first. DJ Moore is a solid. He's a really good receiver. I would not trade. And top you look at his him. numbers, and you're like, "Oh, he hasn't been having a great season." But you look at the tape; he's wide open. Baker Mayfield just isn't seeing him. Yeah. It's nuts. <sighs> yeah, it's it's interesting, honestly. Oh, and and uh, Arizona lost their starting left guard as well to an injury. This came out. Yep. So that trade's looking really good for Arizona. Carolina, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. But should we do a top three, bottom three? Because we're at over an hour. Yep. Um, yeah, let me get there. Top three, bottom three. Who wants to do it this week? <laughs> good I, job, I got, guys. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Top three Super Bowl contenders. Oh, that's easy. Top yeah, three that's Super easy Bowl one. Contenders. Eagles, Bills. Eagles, Bills, Chiefs. Yeah. I think that's fair. I'd probably say Bills, Eagles, Chiefs. Well, that, Bills, yeah. Bills are oh, my No order. No order. I was saying no order. Oh, I was no just order. naming teams. Okay. No. All right. 
And bottom three. Um, hmm. I will say the NFC is wide open, though, before like, we, we go on. NFC I is see wide the open. play a top five team. Me too. Me too. Uh, I mean, you consider the Vikings like a top five team in the NFC, speaking no. wise. Well, in NFC. The NFC, yeah. But the Vikings, I think, are a little overrated. I mean, that's all they really have to get through. They just have to get through the NFC. Then I think the Super Bowl, they'll be they'll be okay if they make it. Yeah. Man, bottom threes are so hard. <laughs> I guess we can do bottom three wide receiver ones. Wide receiver ones? That's disrespectful, but I'll do it. Ooh. Um, it's disrespectful, but... Let me see. Well, Lazard... Really? I don't think he's been that bad. No, nah, I but I will you know I will what? die no. on that hill. I will die on that hill. The Packers are number one. Man, I so I'm gonna go with someone else bad, in the division. I think there's other people that like, you know, obviously are. This is gonna sound bad, but I'm gonna go in the same division as you. I'm gonna say Darnell Mooney. He's he's is a he really the number great... one though? He they play more. He's as the number the two. one receiver on that team though. Well, he's the best receiver on the team. Who's their number one? I don't know if I don't know if he plays like the the number one like position. I think though. he does. My okay. I, I mean I see him split out wide a lot, so I, I'm gonna go. I would say Mooney's the third because I think he's a great number two receiver, but I just don't I don't see him as number one. Okay. Um. Let mm. me say. All right. Well. Lazard, Robert Woods. Mm, wow. Well, is he hurt? I don't know. I don't want to be disrespectful, but like he hasn't been. No, he hasn't been that great. You're right. And and I don't want to say the Giants because all the receivers are hurt. Yeah, that's just not fair. It's not fair. Who is their number one? Tony right, Holiday. Right now, it it appears to be Slayton. I just mean in general, if everyone's Gall- fully healthy, is it Tony or Galladay? Total, it goes Galladay, Shepard, Tony. Galladay would be my number one worst. Mm-hmm. You want to hear a crazy stat? Since Galladay and Tony have gotten there, the starting left tackle has more receiving touchdowns than both of them combined. Jeez. Like, I, I don't know. I could, but they benched him, though, so I wouldn't count him as the number one anymore. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I have the same exact list as Cameron. But it's Lazard Woods, and then I... I I want to say Mooney, but I don't want to I would say Mooney, Mooney, then Lazard, and then my number one would probably be... Or no, I'd say Lazard and then Mooney, because I would take Lazard over Mooney. I've just seen Lazard make some big plays this year. Um, Lazard, Mooney, and then... Oh man, you're not picking Woods. I don't think so because he's not a. He's never been a number one to me. He's a no. slot guy. I mean, but he's. I know he's playing the number one right now, but I just I still don't consider him a one. I think their one, if he was healthy, would be Traylon Burks. I'm not gonna pick anybody from the Giants, but whoever the Giants was when they were healthy. But you say, I, 
Who did you say the Texans one is? Brandon it's Cooks. Not Brandon, is it Brandon Cooks? Then, yes, it's Brandon I'm Cooks. Not gonna put him, I'm not going to put him on the list. He's been good. I'm almost inclined. This is going to hurt me. I'm almost inclined to say Juju. I'm thinking about it because he has not done shit. I'm almost inclined. He hasn't done shit with that team. Yeah. I mean, he's made the plays when it mattered. But that's just... I don't think... Has he had, I don't think, has he had a 100-yard game besides Buffalo? I don't, I, don't, I don't think so, no. Buffalo was his only 100-yard game so far this year. Jesus. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Just because I'm I'm drawing blanks, I'm gonna say Woods at three, Lazard at two, Mooney at one. I love Darnell Mooney, but he's not a number. He, I he's a better he's a better number two than he is a number one. He can't right. be Justin. Well, Fields he's been he's he's really di- he's really disappointing this year though. So I agree with that yeah. list. He's made a couple big plays. I've seen him make some great catches, but he just hasn't get the ball thrown to him. I don't want to blame Mooney. Like it's not him that he's bad. It's the Bears just don't throw to him. Yeah. The first three games he had like three targets combined. Yeah. Well, that's because they weren't throwing at all. Yeah, but I will. Bl- I will put him there just because of that. Oh good. Oh goodness. All right. Well, we're getting to about an hour and thirteen minutes, boys. This is a good. This was a good episode, I would say. Mm-hmm. I Finally would agree. got us all three back. Um. If you guys, um, I'm, I'm working on getting sponsors for the podcast. By the way, I haven't told you guys yet, but I'm, I'm working on getting a sponsor, some sponsors for the podcast. Oh god. Ooh. Um, we'll see what happens about that. But um, for those that are watching, <clears throat> thank you guys for watching. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Uh, check out all of us in the description of this video, or if you're watching us on Spotify, I'm pretty sure our links are in the in our podcast description. So go check that out. And if you're watching this on Spotify, come check us out on on YouTube. And on TikTok, our TikTok's been popping off. We're five followers away from 100. And, um, yeah, our TikTok's doing pretty well. I'm, I'm liking how pretty well our, our, our TikTok's doing. I think we're getting a good following from there, too. But, um, we, yeah. We. We. Yeah. Me, we. because you don't fucking <laughs> post, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> more like me and Austin. Me and Austin have contributed to that TikTok more. Than, like, I've made, like, three or four TikToks. I made That's one. That's what I'm saying. I made one. You made one the first day we made it. It was a good it. one. And it was <laughs> a good one. It was a good one. It was good. It was a banger. I might be going to hell for it, but it was a banger. It was a good. It was a good one, but you need to make more, Cameron. You need I'm, more. I, I'm. I'm. I want to make YouTube videos. Joe Burrow. Then MVP. do it. <laughs> do it. No. Okay. Also, I want to start making YouTube shorts. Hop on for a dual com, boys. Pop. Try live com. I've been recording with Cody like all the fucking time. Literally. I'm... Oh. Now that Yo. I... All right. Yo, yeah. jump on, no. bro. Me no. and Cody got a live commentary coming out in like a couple days. You... All right. What are you right. talking yeah, yeah, about? Any. Well, our most recent was a starting room challenge we did together. We uh, both just woke up one day and he messaged me. He's like, yo, do you want to do a, a live com starting room challenge with me? And I was like, Fuck yeah, why not? All right. Jimmy and Cody got drunk on my birthday and played Fortnite. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Vibe, man. <laughs> I, have, I, haven't talked to him. I haven't talked to him in forever. Bro. He's in our league. He's in our fantasy league. I know. I know. <laughs> we, me and him were t- Dude, when you guys messaged me to do the podcast today, me and him were playing Cold War. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. I need to play. He doesn't. Like, I, I, 
a Snapchat him, Snapchat him, Snap, Snapchat him all the Snapchat. time. Snapchat. But it's always just streaks, so I never really have a conversation. But, um, but yeah, follow us on TikTok. Um, we're going to be doing episodes probably every Monday now. I'd say Monday's probably our de- designated Monday's day. A, Monday's, Monday's a pretty Monday's good day a- for everybody, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I never work till 2 p.m., so. I'm so, yeah. throwing up gang signs right now. I'm throwing up gang the west side. But, um, yeah, if, again, if you're watching us on Spotify, you're a G. And, yeah. So, go follow all of us on, on Twitter or YouTube or whatever you prefer. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Episode 11. We'll see you all <laughs> later. Peace out, everyone. Jobber MVP. Oh, that, wait. Before, yeah, before we leave, actually, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even get final words. I, I completely forgot about final words. All right, Austin, final words. I think you already know what you're going to say, but... Eli Apple defense player. <laughs> no! Uh, no! Joe, Joe Burrow MVP. Uh, Cameron, any last words? Uh, I'm just going to let everybody know right now. Everybody that's watching, including you, everybody. I'm just going to let everybody know. I want you all to know that Austin is... Oh. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, it messed up the face cams, but that, that works. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, my last word is um, who day. That's all I'm going to say. Peace out, Let's everyone. Go. And I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Peace out, everyone.